Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Eagles Don't Fluck With Pigeons podcast with Dr. J and Pepper. This podcast is all about promoting self-awareness, spreading self-love. It's all about you being the best and most authentic version of yourself. Some of the topics are a little bit unorthodox. You might love it or you might hate it. So let's find out. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Dr. J here. On this podcast, we're all about asking why and does this work for us? Because understanding why we do things and the intentions behind them leads to self-awareness. So on this episode, we're talking about merit. So I got Pepper here. Hi. So how you been? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. What you drinking on over there? I'm drinking, right? Listen, guys, I am Jamaican. So we love coconuts. So I'm drinking coconut rum. <laughs> Don't even laugh. I'm drinking coconut rum and apple juice. It's a bit random, but it tastes real nice. Um, so yeah, it, it gives me a bit of a buzz. What about you? I'm just over here drinking normal tequila. <laughs> I'm not mixing fruits that don't go together, but yeah. Excuse me, coconuts and apples, tropical, you know, if you have tropical juice, I feel like you can mix those too. So, so what's the difference? Plus I didn't have anything else in my fridge. So I wasn't just going to. That's that's what it is. Yeah. That's the point. (laughs) Coconut rum or coconut rum and water. Just hear my rum and water, please. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, so that's that's what that's what I'm drinking, and I'm enjoying myself. Thank you very much for asking. So we're going to talk about some marriage. That's the topic for today. People have been asking us to talk about it. So here we are. So why do people get married, in your opinion? I think, of course, like love, commitment. We could go with those cliche options. (laughs) But then on the other hand, I think there's a part of that is like validation, Um, maybe because their parents want them to or their friends are getting married. So I think there's a whole lot of reasons. But um, love and validation, I think, are the main ones. I think before love and validation, we had like tribes and kingdoms. You know, you had King Jeff over here who owned the river. And then you had King Winifred who owned the wheat fields. And he was like, yo, I got five sons and you got 16 daughters. And, you know, I've seen Susan and she's not, she's not that hot, but I got this son and I'm trying to get some bread. And I know you want this good fish over here. So let's do something. What can we do? And so that's, that's where marriage really started from. So it was like a bartering. You're saying, firstly, actually, forget about that. Where did Winifred come from? Is that a name that you thought? So you thought of a king's name and you thought of Winifred? Is that is that what happened? I was just thinking of like, <laughs> who would have invented bread? And, and you know, Winifred came up. Winifred, is that, is that a name? Like, I'm trying to think, did you just invent a name? Winifred, you thought king. There's, there's a Winifred out there. You just Google it. There's, a, there's at least that is so weird women. you was like right i'm gonna think of two king's names i'm gonna think of jeff hmm, and i'm also gonna think of winifred it's like you, you know it's like you put it in on one of those auto creators on google like you just make the name. 
okay that's that's hilarious but um yeah yeah I hear it so you're saying that it started with like bartering so so your parents like they get married because I want something in exchange right yeah it was like it was an alliance you know sometimes it was just like yo I got this you got that let's link up and then we'll have more and then we can be more powerful or whatever or it could be as simple as like two villages just wanting to trade goods and it's like you know like you know, you got to give me something because this fish, you know, this fish, I can do a lot with this fish, but you only got wheat over there. And he's like, so I'm going to need, you know, my son, he can't find no wife because, you know, he you know, can't read good. And so give me your daughter and then we got a deal. That's pretty crazy. But I guess that makes sense because when you get married as a woman, your dad gives you away. And it's literally that, right? Because your dad gave you away to somebody else. You was like property, essentially. And then you were given away. If we go from there to today's marriage, so how we see marriage in 2022, the problem that we have is like some people, this is not everybody, but some people feel like they need, need to get married. And so when they're in like a relationship, for example, a committed relationship, for the most part, they've got a nice, a nice guy, nice boyfriend or something. And I'm not saying this is just women because maybe it's the same for men, but men generally tend to be the ones that propose. So it tends to be more women, but women have like this nice guy, for example, and he hasn't proposed yet. And it's been like five years, six years, And they're like super duper unhappy because it's like Fred, (laughs) I was thinking of Winifred, Fred, Winifred hasn't proposed yet. And it's like, they just can't deal with the fact that their relationship isn't moving forward. But I guess it is probably not even her is, is probably her friends or her parents that are pressuring her. Yeah. But then those pressures trickle down and they become your pressures right so those pressures from the parents and your friends then you start to put that on yourself I think but yeah it's it's crazy and then you become unhappy in this relationship that you're happy in because you feel like you have to that person needs to take the next step and you're waiting for them to to propose so when I talked about validation I think that was one of the things that we have to kind of factor in like that's that's the kind of validation thing but um you know what people have been getting married from biblical times right i think the bible talks about marriage right like in yeah general- yeah the bible tells you get married i think that's why a lot of people do it i think that's why most like americans do it but the bible says a lot of shit and so there's a lot of stuff in there you know david had hoes and and mary she was obviously poly you know, I mean, that whole virgin birth thing. I don't know. It's kind of sketchy. She was Polly because she was a virgin. I... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's what her story was. You know what I mean? That, okay. That's what Joseph was telling people. Because, you know, he didn't want to get played by his friends. But, you know, it came from somewhere. Somebody's baby. So, 
Someone made that baby. So you're saying that Mary cheated on Joseph, right? With other men. See, see cheating is a harsh <laughs> word. Okay. Maybe there was an understanding. So they had an understanding where she was with other men. But rather than Joseph say, we have this understanding, he was going to say that she is a virgin and the baby just appeared. That's why he you panicked. He panicked. He panicked. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So, Joseph is going to someone say needs to claim that boy. Someone should, <laughs> someone should claim him, right? Like, you know, it's Jesus. Like, no one wanted yeah. to claim Jesus. I mean... <laughs> no one wanted to claim Jesus. Like, no one. And then now everyone wants to claim him. Like, he's my father. <laughs> so, from, you know, marriage really. You know, it, it goes back to the Bible is it's biblical. So in Genesis, a man and a woman came together and they got married. I feel like it's at the very beginning. Do you at the me? very beginning, actually, a man and a bunch of animals came together and then the woman because the, the animals woman. didn't work out. So you're saying that we came after the animals. The women did. Yeah. Yeah. So I said we because I'm a woman. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what else I am. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, the women. Not one, not you, the women. Yeah, yeah, I'm a woman. So you're saying he was supposed to pick a cockatoo or some sheep, but then that didn't work. They weren't the right companions. And then women came after. Okay, so so realistically, that's where it stemmed from, right? A man and a woman come together and they form one. And so that's where marriage came from. And then, of course, you know, we, we also understand that from there, you can then procreate, you know, and you can have kids, and whatever. But that's why most people get married, because the Bible tells you to become one with this, this person. And maybe two shouldn't become one. Yeah, maybe Mm. you should stay yourself. I honestly think that if you remain yourself, you know, because the Bible's teaching us, not even the Bible, but like religion in general, it's teaching us to lose ourselves to a partner. And when you become dependent on this partner, if something goes wrong, then you lose a a part of yourself. And then some people can't come back from that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm just like, well, what if you just stayed yourself, and then they stayed themselves, and you guys just hung out and just had a committed relationship, where it's just like, I'm gonna be me, you're gonna be you, and then we'll just keep doing this until we just don't want to do it anymore. Well, I guess some people have marriages like that as well, like um, where I don't. I listened to a podcast actually, and uh, Karen Brady, who is she's a businesswoman here in England and she literally said like two people can't become one like the things that she finds interesting her husband doesn't find interesting and vice versa right so she's like we are two individuals you can't have two individuals just trying to be one person and that doesn't work and so for as long as everyone is trying to conform and kind of compromise then you're probably not going to be happy. So the reason why her marriage works, and 
why probably what you're saying makes sense to me is because it's like everyone gets to be themselves in that situation a person just appreciates you for who you are and you don't really have to change who you are to fit somebody else's ideals so I think that could work in a marriage but often people think when you get married you have to like you said become one um you give yourself away I guess sometimes in a relationship and end up losing yourself to yeah that and then then you in therapy then you're in me. therapy with yeah. with you above all of this stuff um you know even bigger than the bible is is disney disney Disney, yeah. Disney. yeah. Why? Fuck, fuck Disney. With their fairy tales and their their like ideals, you got nine year olds out here planning their weddings. They don't even like boys yet, but they're planning their weddings because Disney, you know, told them this is what it's going to look like. Yeah, it's very much like idealistic, isn't it? And I think it's fairy tales. I mean, that's exactly what fairy tales are. And I think people think relationships should be fairy tales. You know, even if it's not marriage, sometimes it's just like, my relationship doesn't look like, I want it to look like a Disney princess and it didn't look like that. Um, so yeah, I can, I can see that. I can, I definitely had like these little Cinderella shoes when I was like nine. And um, I was like, I'm about to get some men. I'm about to get married tomorrow because I had these little glass slippers. I literally was thinking about marriage. Could I mean, you imagine if that's all it took to get married, <laughs> to lose your shoe? Yeah, I was like, I lost, lost my shoe. Next thing you know, I'm married to the, the guy from my school. It's going to be your Uber driver. Yeah, one time I lost you my keys married. and then he like dropped them off for me. That's it. I'll be married. You're supposed to marry him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I think it is, though. Like, it is definitely a fairy tale story. And that's what you're brought up into. So you you grow up, like, you grow up watching fairy tales. And I think we should... I mean, all of them, like, even Snow White, like, her going to sleep, you Mm -hmm. know, and then, you know, whoever woke her up by kissing her without consent, by the way. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, I'm gonna marry you because you kissed me good Mm -hmm. while I was asleep. Yeah, and then, yeah, I think all of them, you can go down the line, all these princesses. Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast and all those type of things. Um, so who's, who's, I don't, I don't really have a person for Beauty and the Beast. I don't have an example. Who's, who's the, the modern day Beauty and the Beast? Like Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially now he has those dreadlocks, like. Like he was like it's a like bit, four dreads though. It's, it's like, like four. four, and he yeah. was like a bit beastie before. So I don't want to like be rude or anything, but he wasn't exactly the most attractive guy. And then it's like he looked in the mirror and thought, "How can I look less and less attractive? How do I make this where? <laughs> How do I make this where I'm the ugliest person in the world with a really attractive woman on my arm? And by the way, I might cheat on her and." Yeah, but the world the world's gonna know that this guy with four dreads that doesn't even wash his hair, he's out here killing it. He, how do you get your hair to do that? How do you do it? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Do you part it? Like Is okay, it like, so if, do if you I start part... with like four parts, like random parts. <laughs> yeah, but how do you? Or do you it? just like just say fuck it? 
Whatever I, happens, happens. <laughs> happens. How do you make it stick up? Like, it's literally defying gravity at this point. I'm not sure. Like, it's it's doing its own physics right now. It's interesting. It's interesting. Also, when did it happen? Like, I feel like he was. It was. You know, <laughs> it was overnight. I seen him. I seen him with a fade, and then the next time I seen him, he had four dreads, yeah. and they were long. <laughs> And he went from like hey. like no hair. He had like just minimal hair, and then yeah, <laughs> literally he went. That's to that's what money does. We don't have that kind of money. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you're gonna be a billionaire. What are you gonna do? You're gonna have four dreads. Come on, you got the money now. You know, Kevin Hart's barber goes with him on tour, and you're telling me that you could you don't want to wash your hair now? What? Because you're so busy. Come on, come on. But yeah, that's how I want to be. I want I want four dread money, <laughs> where I can just walk around with four dreads. Yeah. Okay, that sounds sounds wonderful. <laughs> that sounds very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, but okay. So let's let's give it. So okay, so you're in this committed relationship. Mm-hmm. You guys are happy. Everything's cool. You out here hanging out. Um, why do you have to do marriage? Like, why does that have to be the next step? I think people see it as the next level of commitment. But, you know, firstly, let's be honest, hashtag couple goals. You know, it's it's a goal. It's literally there in, in the words, right? Couple goals. People it's want Instagram. to take pictures. People will literally have Instagram weddings now because that's what it's about. So it's about Instagram. It's about matching clothes which is stupid, by the way. I've just never thought, oh, let me match clothes with somebody. Um, Like, are we twins? Even twins. I feel like that's stupid as well. But anyway, that's... that's You could be on the same basketball team. Yeah, but that's a uniform. That's that's a a uniform. (laughs) That's not even... It's not like when they start playing basketball, the guys are like, yeah, let's... Should we just wear the same clothes every day? Like, day to day, they don't wear the same clothes. They're wearing like a kit, right? Um, People really feel like it's the next step because firstly, that's what we're taught. So we're taught that the next step when you're in a long-term relationship is to get married. So naturally, people just think there's steps to life that everyone has to take. And so if you don't take them, you're not progressing. Um, But I think that's I think that's why people think they have to take the next step sometimes it's your parents like when are you guys going to get married um I've definitely had it as a female I don't know if the pressure on men is exactly the same but you know when you're in a long-term relationship suddenly everyone starts asking the questions when are you going to get married as if you have to get married because if you don't get married your relationship is completely invalid and it's not really a relationship um so I think it's more conditioning to be honest, but um, alongside couple goals and being able to have that validation and Instagram. And I'm not saying that that's always the case, but I think a lot of people do want that validation within their marriage. So internally within their marriage, but also they need that external validation, like I'm a wife or I'm a husband. Um, you know, they want to take the next step from girlfriend to, to wife or from boyfriend to husband. It sounds way more committed and serious. You know, you can be committed without that marriage part. And then you can be married without the commitment. 
So okay. it's, it's all about what works for you. I think as long as your doors are closed, um, you, can, you can make it work. You know, you don't have to take that next step. So what do you mean by the doors being closed? So the, the doors are just like things that you have to have in a relationship. So for you, and these are specific to you. So, you know, these are doors that not wants, not something like, I wish he would do this, or I like when he buys me flowers or whatever. These are like non-negotiables. Okay. So it could be like listening to me ring after work or, you know, um, you know, watching Ozark. If you if you watch Ozark without me, like that's a deal breaker. A hundred percent. You could cheat like five times. I'd be like, wait, hold on a second. You're telling me you know what's going on with Marty Bird and Wendy Bird, and I don't know. That's done. That's good. <laughs> it's done deal. Okay. You're you're not loyal. You're, you're not, not loyal, loyal, and this can no longer continue. It's not even it's not even happening, Jonah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> can call you Jonah from now on. Like, go to the other family. I'm not even interested. For me, it's all about the shoulder rubs. I need my shoulder rubs. Shoulder rubs. So, like, yeah. what does that entail? Like a full on like. I need, yeah, I need the rub, but I need like the twenty percent lavender essential oil mix with coconut <laughs> infused. Like, it's it's pretty specific. You know, I, I need that. So not, so not like just like hands on your shirt like you can just do like bare hands on your shoulder like- i'm not trying to be exfoliated that doesn't even feel <laughs> like it would feel good now i need i need i need my mixture so for me let's just use my example so i need my shoulder rubs so that's a door that i have and now as my partner i want you to close my door so when i want my shoulder rub i'm going to come to you because i want you to keep that door closed for me but say you you busy, you out here cheating on me watching Ozark and you just like, no, nah, I ain't got time. I don't want to do it. And I'm like, OK, it's all good that that first time. Then I'm asking you over and over again. And it's, it's been like two months now. Subconsciously, this is a door for me. And I don't even know that I need it like that because most of us don't even know what our doors are. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the first step is to identify what your doors could be. Mm-hmm. And then communicate that to your partner, because if they don't know, it's not fair to have them, you know, closing something that they don't even know they're responsible for. Absolutely. So then, <clears throat> so now it's been three months. I've asked you for these shoulder ropes and you're like, no, no, no. You got all these excuses. Yeah. My hands and are then, broken. My face <laughs> are broken. A <laughs> worker just walks up behind me and just like starts rubbing my shoulders out of the blue, mm-hmm. you know, as one does. The response you would want me to have is to be like, like, I'm good. I got someone for that. Mm -hmm. But since it's been three months and I've already asked you, you know, I'm going to let Jenny do what she's doing because I like that. But then next thing you know, Julie's pregnant with your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So me letting Jenny rub my shoulders is a hundred percent my fault. Yeah. But you left that door cracked or wide open for Jenny in mm-hmm. this case mm-hmm. so I think your job is to keep the doors closed but yeah. it's always I'm, my fault you know I'm, if I let something happen but you can help me by yeah. keeping my doors closed and so that's what I'm saying so if you find someone who has those doors closed for you 
you don't really need to like switch it up. You know what I mean? Like if it's working, you guys are in a committed relationship, you might not have to get married in a traditional sense. um, We have this binary view of marriage and it it can look so many different kinds of ways. Yeah. So marriage isn't binary at all. It doesn't have to be. I think just going back to your Bible example, I think when you know, man and woman came together. They didn't have all this wedding rings and, you know, family giving them away and these big ceremonies. It was just two people coming together because they got married. And I think marriage looks different in different places as well within the world. You know, societies are different, cultures are different. So I think marriage is what you want to make of it. You could have a, a woman that has multiple husbands or a guy that has multiple wives and it's not a problem because that's not an issue where they're from or that's the culture or that's what works for them you know if we talk about same-sex marriage that was a there was a big hoo-ha about that like marriage should be between man and woman and it's like really you know I thought marriage we can agree that marriage is about love whether you decide you're for it or against it so what is the issue between a man and a man getting married and a woman and woman being married no issue you know marriage is what you make of it it's the culture in your relationship and it's what works for you and if you choose not to shouldn't be an issue either because there are people that are completely committed to each other never choose to get married um ricky gervais great example He's been with his girlfriend. I feel like he said uh, it was about 20 years. They've never got married because in their relationship, maybe they just don't see the need to do it. And they don't have children because they don't want to have kids. And I think you can't tell him, oh, by the way, you're missing out because you're not doing it because that's up to them. That's, That's what they want to do. They prefer to just be together and be committed without you know, being married and, and having this contract that binds them together. And I think it's it's what you make of it. Yeah, if you take the validation out of it and like the look at me, look at what I'm doing out of it in the Instagram, it's like, well, if you truly do what works for you, then you'll see people out here in these committed relationships or marriages and they're not living together. They're not sleeping in the same room or maybe they have multiple partners or whatever. And if it's like, I'm not concerned about what people think or what people are saying or what my parents think or what my girlfriend is going to say, then if, if it's more authentic to who you are, it's going to look so different than what we've set up traditionally. I completely agree. I think um, for me, like this is my personal opinion, but I'm not the biggest fan of cohabitating with somebody and I have done, don't get me wrong, but I always knew that I never really wanted to share my bed and I get like depressed about it. I wasn't even in a relationship and I used to think I don't really want to share my bed like long term. Like I can do, you know, you stay over for a couple of nights or whatever, but long term I was like, this is not for me. There's just certain times where I really enjoy being by myself, sleeping by myself. And I'd get upset because I thought that it was something I had to do. Like, who's going to accept me because I have to sleep in the same bed as somebody else? And then 
I realize there's people out there that also have the same feelings like me. So if I find one of those people, for example, and we form a relationship, then it's fine because then we're doing what's right for us and we're okay with that. And it might look different to everybody else, but who cares? Because it's what works for us. I'm not going to make myself feel uncomfortable to please somebody else. They're not in the relationship with me. Do you know what I mean? And then my relationship breaks down because I'm conforming to somebody else's ideals. So yeah, 100%. I think it's about doing what's right for you. Sometimes marriage isn't right for you. Sometimes relationships aren't right for you. You just got to be you authentically. That's it. Yeah. So after you said all that, like, is, is marriage really a sign of commitment? Like, if, is that what it is? Or is it just like, you know, look at me? What do you think? Well, Marriage can be a sign of commitment or it can be a sign of nothing. You know, it can be a sign of a contract. We literally in our last podcast, when Sydney was on the podcast, she said her parents got married. They had no right to be married. And her, her dad was cheating on her mom before they even got back home. Right. And so they're married, but it doesn't mean you're committed. I think one in two marriages end in divorce. Now, I'm not saying that it's because of commitment issues, but there doesn't have to be a commitment just because you're married. People take vows all the time, you know, for richer, for poorer, in sickness, in health. And then someone gets cancer and it's like, yo, see you later. Like, I'm not putting up with this shit. I'm not saying necessarily that there aren't reasons for people to want to leave in certain circumstances. Even in those circumstances, maybe it's hard or mentally it's difficult to, to go through something like that together. However, no, you could be committed and not be married. You could be very committed and not married. You could be, like you said, married and not committed. It's just a, a label that you... And I, I think that people don't really look into like how change is a good thing and it's supposed to happen. It's necessary. So 10 years from now, you should be a different person if you're doing life right. Like you shouldn't be the same person you were 10 years ago. And sometimes you don't evolve in the same direction as your partner. Mm-hmm. And that should be okay. But with this this marriage stuff, you know, this contract is like, well, okay, we've realized that we've evolved in different directions. I'm a different person. He's a different person. But this marriage says that we we need to, like, work it out or go to counseling or whatever. And so now you're forcing it. And now that 10 years becomes 15 years. And those last five years, you're just resenting the shit out of this person. And then it ends in this nasty divorce where it's like, I can't fucking stand you. Yeah. Where it could have just been like 10 years ago, we could have just been like, hey, I'm liking this now. And you're liking this now. So, you know, we loved each other. We can still love each other. But this relationship, we're going to have to make it look different. Yeah. But marriage doesn't allow for that, the way that we we have it traditionally. Absolutely. I think you're uh-huh. right. Like sometimes we have friends and then you get older and you mature and some friends don't. Some friends just kind of surpass you. And I think in marriage, we assume that everyone grows at the same rate and that's not necessarily true. And so sometimes you evolve in completely different directions. And I think back to uh, Megan Good and Devin Franklin. 
their divorce was like huge because it was like they're Christian and they're married so this should have lasted forever and how devastating because they're not together but what they said was like we're continuing on this journey of love but just separately and it's just exactly like that that sometimes you can still love a person and but if you're able to identify that you shouldn't be married anymore it probably makes for a better breakup if that makes sense I say breakup like in quotations because maybe you're not breaking up maybe it transitions into a friendship over time or something like that but it's like we just can't be romantically attached to each other because we're just not the same people I had a friend at university and she says my parents got divorced when she was like 12 or something and she said it was the best thing that happened now you rarely hear stuff like that and I was like why and she said my parents just didn't get along they argued all of the time and they're better off as friends so now they're friends they get along really well because the restrictions of marriage and them trying to force something that wasn't really working was making them both unhappy and because there were children involved them trying to force a marriage or relationship actually made her unhappy so the best thing was when they both kind of were able to live happy in separate places and not be married anymore and so sometimes like you said it's the it's the best thing to do it doesn't have to be forever because everything is temporary in life we can't just assume that something's going to last forever we just have to show gratitude when we have something good and just appreciate it in those moments because something could change tomorrow. It's just that simple. Yeah. So I think the only thing that makes a difference is the contract. Like you can be in a committed relationship and it's like, if it's not broke, why are you fucking with it? Cause now you're in this contract. And if honestly, if I could get a, an iPhone without a contract, I'm all for that. Like yeah. if they had a plan where you could just, get it and not sign some two-year deal that that's what I'm doing it's funny because I used to work in a phone shop right and people would come in with their iPhones and they pay it early like yep early termination bam people would always pay off their phone contracts because people don't like to feel restricted or stuck now we have three-year contracts like I signed up to my contract I thought it was a two-year contract I checked that app the other day and it was like you have like 30 months left I was like 30 months of what <laughs> of a phone are you kidding me like so I can pay that off early which I will do by the way but I don't even want to have my iPhone well that's not true I just don't want a contract and when I studied law at university I think this is when it really put things into perspective for me because when we were studying marriage I didn't really know what that was going to entail in family law. And we were studying pretty much contract law for relationships. That's the best way I can describe it. It was like, how do you terminate this contract? So when you get married, you sign a contract. And when you get divorced, you have to terminate it because it's like someone breached the contract. There's actually reasons for why you want to get divorced that you have to have a reason right it's it's not like 
oh, we just wanted to do it. There, there has to be a reason. So what's the reason for a breach of that contract? It's a lifetime contract. And I think that's the kind of crazy thing about it. When I was studying it, I was like, wow. And by the way, it's super expensive. Like this is going to cost you so much money to get out of this contract because someone's broken it or maybe both of you have everyone's taking accountability maybe no one wants to take accountability but it's a contract for life with a person that you don't even know who they're going to be in 10 to 15 years now it sounds like we're being really negative about that I don't think that that's the way that we're trying to come across but I think it's something to think about if you're a person who isn't sure about being married it's not something you should just take lightly because your parents want you to do it or your friends want you to do it. It's something you should really consider because marriage is sacred. And so if something's sacred, it's something that we should be doing because it's in our best interest and not because somebody else tells us that that's what we should be doing, you know? I actually don't want anything keeping you around. You know what I mean? Like I don't want something that binds you to me other than your choice. Yes. So like, I don't want this piece of paper, this marriage certificate telling you like, you can't leave. Like if you want to leave, then let's just discuss that. And you, you're free to go. 100%. Um, I think the moment you feel stuck in something like that's negative for anything, marriage, life, whatever. Right. And I think it should be easy. One of my friends once said to me, I said, I don't want to get married. And she said, why not? Don't you want it to be difficult when your partner walks away? I said, no, I want it to be like so easy because at least I know that when he's there, it's because he wants to be there. Right. And I listened to um, a podcast with Stephen Bartlett and Lewis House, and they said the same thing. It would be devastating if their partners couldn't walk away, which sounds really controversial, but it's not because the fact that they can walk away easily and they don't means that they probably want to be with you it's really that simple whereas I know that you know this because I feel like everybody does but you can know people that are married and they have no reason to be married they're just married because they have to be married or they just don't they just don't know what to do they don't want to move on they don't want to be lonely they're a little bit afraid but they're not happy not happy at all because they're trapped. I'm thinking like maybe look into a way, like if that doesn't work for you, you don't have to do it. That's all we're trying to promote. Like we're just giving different views. Yeah, um, I think I think that's the the viewpoint, right? Like um the reason why I thought that this podcast was important is because I don't necessarily want to be married. I don't have commitment issues. I am very much a committed person. I just don't feel like it's something that I want to do, especially after studying it. I mean, it took the whole romance out of everything, right? You study marriage, suddenly it's like, okay, I I don't know if this is something that I want to do. However, being a female and being of this age, everyone's like, so when are you going to get married? This is the worst thing I hate. When are you going to settle down? I'm like, why are you talking? Firstly, I don't settle. Secondly... (laughs) I ain't settling for no one like settle when am I going to settle down that sounds like the worst thing right like you're in a relationship and it's like when are you when are you going to settle yeah, down when are you going to give up on life like, when are okay. you going to give up yeah when are you going to die it's literally like saying when are you going to 
just die. You know, I feel like it's such a negative thing to say. I don't know why we've accepted it as just being the complete norm. It's terrible. But they'll be like, when are you going to settle down? And I'm like, firstly, I'm completely happy. So why do you, and it's not your business, but why does marriage mean that I'm settled? That's, it doesn't mean anything. It can mean something, but it can also mean nothing at all. And so that's that's the problem where society views marriage as being the only way. And also, especially for women, I'm, I'm saying it speaking as a woman, as in like you are um, successful as a woman when you're married or you've got things together because you're married. So you get certain accolades when you're a single woman and you're coming up to your 30s like and people are like oh you're like leftovers right like <laughs> come on like that green egg that no one wants and I think that's just not the truth if you're happy being single or you know you're happy being in a relationship with somebody that you're fully committed to there should be no problem and it's like Let's not make that a problem as well. Let's not tell people it's a problem because you don't know how that affects that person. And I definitely think that the pressure of marriage is a thing. Like people going home and sitting down, be like, I'm unmarried, I'm single. And then they feel lonely. They feel abandoned. They feel like failures in life. And it's like, whoa, you've achieved something you know, you've got a successful career, maybe you've got a child, maybe you've got this, you don't have to define yourself by whether you're in a relationship by other people's ideals. And I think that's what we're trying to get across in this, because there's too many people out here talking about couples goals and not enough people talking about it's okay to be single or it's okay to be in a committed relationship and just be happy. You know, like that's the narrative that we should be talking about, not what you need to strive for because what you have just isn't enough. I think that um, we've talked about a few different viewpoints and the importance of thinking for yourself and knowing what works for you instead of just doing things just based on what everyone else is doing. Don't be a pigeon. Don't be a pigeon. Think about what you want to do. And if being married is what you want to do, do it right? Yeah, do it, but understand why you want to do it. Like, make sure that this is what you want to do, not just like what you're supposed to do based on society. Based on society, culture, religion, like, this is why it's about, you know, like, this is why we do this, because we've been those people pleasers where we let the opinions of others, you know, dictate or decide how we feel about ourselves and all we're saying is like, leave it out, mate. Like, let me be me. <laughs> so thank you for listening, everybody, to this podcast. We really appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed it. And please tune in for our next episode. So bye from me, Pepper. And bye from Dr. J. Be easy. Someone made that baby.